Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Industry Tactics, the podcast where I get to chat with some of the finest weirdo and experimental artists out there. And um, my name is Friendly Rich. Go to FriendlyRich.com to learn more about what I'm doing musically and um, check out my new podcast series called The Boringville Chronicles. It's a weird one. Join us for the journey. Every Tuesday it comes out, so it'll come out again tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode is one I'm very proud of. It features, among other things, the Lanny McDonald mustache caper. Whew, we are going to get weirder every week as we go. This is episode four of seven from our first season. So, yeah, subscribe to that. Uh, thanks for supporting both of my podcasts. This is episode number 138 uh, with a new release just out. This is my talk with the artist Shanika Maria, otherwise known as Shan Shan. And uh, this was a lovely chat just before Shanika went to uh, Mexico City, so enjoy. to Industry Tactics. I'm delighted to have you on Shanika Maria. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, what is going on? How's your day going? My day's going all right. Um, yeah, I'm in the middle of packing right now. Um, Where are you headed? But- Where are you? You're packing. Where do we find you this fine mm-hmm. afternoon? Packing. Um, I'm going on a little trip. Okay. Going on a little uh, vacation from the music. <laughs> oh, oh boy, that's a big step. A vacation from yeah. the music. That's and that's important. Yeah, music and working yep. and doing stuff. Just taking a little break for myself. Yeah, that's how it should be. After mm-hmm. you put out a release, you should take a little bit of time to digest, reflect. Not, I mean, and I'm sure you've. Uh, touring and and all of that we should we should talk about that but i i just mm-hmm. want to get into digging into your process um is that part of it after you put out a release or or you put something out into the world kind of that rejuvenation of bringing back your creativity finding where you need to be mm. um i've done it before mm. and i find that it's a nice way to kind of like separate the the mind of just kind of like making this project promoting it you know getting all this stuff ready and then just like allowing myself to to have to step away and just kind of like get back to like me as the person rather me as an artist um important yeah so it just kind of like worked out this way that i'm like a week after putting out an 
uh, an album. I'm like getting to take a little break. Good, so, good. And um, and where will you go? You're packing as we speak. So what? You're leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, damn! I'm glad we're <laughs> squeezing this in. Where are you headed? Yeah, I'm going to Mexico. Amazing, amazing. Where yeah. where where in Mexico will you go? Uh, Mexico City. I've never been, but I hear incredible things of Mexico City that it is mm-hmm. just, um, speaking of like creative rejuvenation, it is just like teeming with, uh, artists and creatives. Is that true? Um, I've gone Have once before, yeah, okay. Okay. um, but like I only went for like five days and okay. just being there yeah. and like, yeah being on the outskirts of like what's happening artistically. I felt that I felt that energy of just like, there's something really special happening in the city. And I just like, yeah. I'm so curious to kind of continue like learning more about it and learning more about like just what folks are doing out there. So, so uh, how long will you go for? Two weeks, two weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any, any agenda or just like to turn off? Is that kind of the. Um, mainly to turn off. Yeah. And good, just, good. Yeah. See what's happening. Good for you. Good for you. Um, you ask the next question. Go ahead. Where do you, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Uh, we'll go anywhere. Uh, we'll go anywhere. I don't know. It's so much pressure. Okay. Well, I said, tell me about it. Okay. No, I'm just, okay. Hey, that was a weird thought on my end. You asked the next question. No, I, I want to talk about, I want to talk about your release. I want to talk about your career to date. I want to talk about the way you do what you do. So, um, and you, and, and mixing in there, your education, your influences. So let's, let's, let's do this. Let's take a deep breath and play. Here it is. The first track off of, off of the new release called estranged mm-hmm. heavy. Here we go. This is taking time. I'll cut in a good version of this, but we're just get, getting the mood. Taking, yeah. We're taking time. We're taking a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was taking time from the new release, Estranged, just out, like a, a week it's out. And um, Shanika, how can... Um, how can folks find the release? Mm-hmm. They go to your Bandcamp. Um, yeah, Bandcamp. It's on all streaming platforms. Just look up and, what Shanika Maria, right? Um, it's actually not under my Shanika Maria project. It's under my Shan Shan project. Go so ahead. that's spelled S H N space S H N, and yeah, you can find my EP called Estranged. Is it, what's the what's your Bandcamp? the address um shan shan music i think okay good dot bandcamp.com yeah okay good uh listen who produced this work it's so it's got such a i don't know i mean all of your music that that i've heard has um i don't know such a unique sound um i'm wondering who you're collaborating with i i kind of saw like on on your prior releases it seems like a very collaborative family that you put together to to get the job done mm-hmm. um for this most recent project yeah. um i produced it um m- most of it i produced uh, myself and then um 
I had a friend doing some like arrangement and production as well. Okay. Um, okay. Evelyn Charlotte Joe. They did some like really cool stuff on taking time and never say goodbye. And yeah, this is my second project where I've taken the reins. And oh, wow. I, I did not realize that. Okay. Okay. What drew, drew you there? Is it, has this been a natural progression of just like knowing what you want and, and putting it in that direction? Um, kind of, not really. I think, um, or, or, or let me, re- <laughs> let me rephrase the question. Have you been burned before? Have you been like, has, has it been like, Ooh, that, that wasn't the way I want, that wasn't where I wanted to go. I I'm going to, Give me the wheel. Give me the wheel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think when I was starting off in music, I would I had this mentality of like, I'm just really happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm just like happy to play my songs. I'm happy to just like, you know, write the songs, write the, the guitar part okay. and just kind of like leave it there. Yeah. Um, and as I've just been. And you're a, you're a guitarist um, by kind of like by trade. That's your that's your starting point. Or like, is that your mm-hmm. one of your main instrument my, or what? My. I would say my main instrument, I don't know, would be vocals, I guess. Yeah, but okay. I started playing piano when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just picked up the guitar in high school. My mom had like a classical guitar sitting around. So I just like started fumbling around on that. And I just found it easier to start writing okay. on that instrument and then it just kind of been has been the instrument that kind of like carries me through Mm -hmm. um but i'm not like a like strong guitarist like i'm not a session musician guitarist by any means (laughs) but but you you will start a lot of your tunes on a guitar uh, as an yeah depends so i have like two projects i have my shanika maria project where that's more based on like lyrical songs the 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 themes are very heavy the 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 lyrics are like telling this story Mm -hmm. and like my voice is supposed to be front and center Mm -hmm. and then uh with my shan shan stuff i get to focus more on on production and just like Ah. what sounds cool and what can i experiment with and sometimes there's live instruments and sometimes there isn't um and sometimes there's no vocals at all or i'm just like singing the first lyrics that come to my head and it's like it's fun to not have to focus so much on like okay well what do these lyrics mean and like what is the story and like you know okay sounds like shanika maria is more of like um more of a process for you and and the shan shan is just like that that's how you differentiate the two eh Yes, I think I, I differentiate them by one being lyrical based okay. and the other being production based. Cool, cool. Um, Let, let's myself. hear. Let's hear the difference. Can we tee up something from from one of your prior Shanika Maria uh, releases? Sure, sure. Let's um, let's go back to um. Hold on, I'll see if we can get it. Uh, and where did, where did you grow up? That, that 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 when you said you were you were just starting out, where did you grow up? I grew up in Hamilton. Hamilton, the big so. the big smoke. <laughs> Is that the name? No, for I, it? I just that that's I made that up now. Shanika dash Maria dot Bandcamp dot com. Yes. And there's um there's a few releases here. What should we tee up? I feel like a proud woman is a is a good one. 
Okay, A Proud Woman, the leading track off of Subtle Uncertainties, which, when did that this come out? This was just... 2019. 2019. You've been busy here. There's quite a lot of releases on this band camp. Okay, let's listen to A Proud Woman. So you recorded that. Did you produce that as well? So I didn't produce that. Um, I um, recorded that at Fort Rose in yeah. Hamilton. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. Good on you. And okay, that's mixed and mastered by Aaron Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And Evelyn Charlotte. What was Evelyn Charlotte's last name? Evelyn Charlotte Joe. Okay. I feel like I might have is bass player. Yeah, they play bass. Yeah, I think I met yeah. Evelyn. Shout out to Evelyn Charlotte Joe, uh, who co- did you say co-produced 
or no, or produced some of the Shan Shan. So contributed some like arrangements and oh, amazing. production. Stuff. Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. That's a, that's a small, beautiful world. Um, yeah. How long have you been working with Evelyn? Um, so when I was doing like Shanika Maria stuff and like performing, mm-hmm. Evelyn has played in my band oh, and like great. contributed to several uncertainties as well. So oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, we've known each other since 2019 and we have like collaborated on some different projects. Hamilton is such an interesting city. Hey, like, do you, do you, Mm -hmm. what's your, what's your take on that artistic community? And, and I don't know, like how it's kind of developed over the years or, or Mm -hmm. yeah, just interested in your, in your thoughts on Hamilton as a arts community, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's a really good place to, start your um artistic practice because Hmm. because it's smaller than toronto scene yeah like you can get out there and like you can collaborate with people and you can do things and it's just like there's a little bit of like forward momentum whereas i find in toronto it can be a little bit difficult to figure out like where to start and like where to go um agreed just because it's so vast and like yeah. yeah, you don't know what venues or what spots. Um, Hamilton just has a little bit more of like, yeah. Uh, and pe- people put you on, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I I think that there is something special about Hamilton's art community. Have you felt embraced by it? Definitely, definitely okay. at times. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. That's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. I like the underdog cities. I like the cities with a mm-hmm. little bit of grit. And and Hamilton seems like it it's it's got that both of those mm-hmm. things. Um yeah. and and a city also with some challenges, which it also mm-hmm. has. Like it's it seems like it's growing. I mean, um yeah, the the venue thing is a struggle too, hey. Like I, mm-hmm. I think there have been a few venues that have been lost in Hamilton since yeah, the pandemic definitely. hit too, right? So Yeah. yeah. It's a it's an evolution, isn't it? We're all kind of struggling as artists mm-hmm. and uh, and arts presenters, I think, to figure that out. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I think we're all just kind of like <laughs> watching and hoping, and kind of like at the whim yeah. of uh, a lot of external things, and yeah. that's that can be really tricky. Yeah, you're. Um, what was it like growing up in Hamilton? Like, did did uh, and and your music education are based on that. Um, so like I grew up in the like suburb of Hamilton uh-huh. in Stony Creek, and yeah, I don't know. I like started music from pretty young, but like didn't really think I would do music mm. at all. Mm. Like I didn't think it was going to be the direction mm. that I would like <laughs> my life would take. Um, yeah, it was definitely something I enjoyed and I found it an outlet and, mm-hmm. you know, I would like write songs with the three chords that I knew on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got like a, when I got a MacBook, I like started using GarageBand uh-huh. and making like very silly videos and putting stuff on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a point in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was very valuable to like 
that's where I started to learn about like production mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. enjoy it. And like, I made like terrible songs. Like the music was so bad, but you got to start somewhere. You know, Right. Exactly. Exactly. If I didn't start there, I wouldn't be, you know, yeah. making things now. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, would you say your personality is like? Do you persevere? Like, have have you have you just you like? It's a hard thing, right? Putting a putting anything out in into the world and then continuing to do that as you have. Like, how's your? Yeah. Are you just? fierce like you, you go you you know i'm interested in 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 that in that story you know yeah i don't know if fierce is the right word uh-huh. or i don't know i just feel like i've tried to leave making music so many times you I've have tried to be like this is just not for me okay. this is like a really hard industry yeah, it is um, it is industry tactics industry yeah. tactics so so what keeps drawing you back why can't you do it why can't you sever the tie the beauty what yeah. is the what is the beauty um i think it's it's really hard it's quite an elusive thing it's like yeah. i don't know if there's one thing but um there is something so special about like the ideas that come like they feel mm-hmm. like i have no control over like what ideas come to my head they just kind of like funnel through wherever and then I'm just like creating things Mm -hmm. and um there's just a very special feeling and then I feel like I have to put them down and then I'm like okay I've done this thing I have to show the world it's like it feels like a lot of have to's that I'm like not really in control of Um, that's so natural though like that's that's where it should be is like that's great it's not forced it's not forced yeah I find when I do go the forced route, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel authentic. I feel really anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel anxious, but like even more so. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to do that. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to do things that feel so forced and feel like it's not right. You know? Yeah, I do. Um, how, how, like, where do you want to, I know it's been a, probably a difficult time for, for everyone over the last 20 some odd mo- months, 20 months. Um, mm-hmm. uh, where do you want to push your career? Like you've just put this beautiful uh, new recording out, um, estranged. What, it, where do you want to go with, with your music after you come back from, uh, from Mexico city? Um, I have some projects in the work. Uh-huh. Um, I have, like, I want to do more Shanika Maria stuff. I want to do more Shan Shan stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to make a whole host of, like, different projects that span genre. Uh-huh. Um, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like the, the idea of genre is just like never that serious, <laughs> like to categorize and to just like, you know, I agree. Um, I agree. And yeah, I just, I want to make a lot of music and I want it to be fun and I want to collaborate with people and awesome. Awesome. I just want to do it until I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, who, who, uh, who on that list for collaboration? Because 
you know, that's when the, I think the fun starts happening is when like mm -hmm. odd pairings or, or more mm -hmm. uh, start happening. And it's like, oh, really unique things happen in that sphere. When you talk about breaking down genre, it's like, I think that's, that's the spot where that happens, right? Who's on, uh, who are you thinking about in terms of wanting to collaborate with? So I don't have specific people in my mind right now. Yeah. I like the idea of like serendipitous connection and it just kind of happens. Okay. Um, and sometimes it's like, I'm creating a piece and I'm like, Oh, this would be the perfect person. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes it's just like, you somehow like connect with somebody and then you vibe. And yeah. then, yeah. Next thing you know, you're like making a new piece together or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, 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 cool. I, I don't like to lock myself down too much with like, okay, mm -hmm. this is going to be. Um, it's a thing now. It's a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. who are your? You have a go-to community though, like a, a family of of people that you've you've been working with. I see that, um, mm -hmm. but it's going beyond that. That's is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you collaborate with people and like sometimes you come around, like sometimes your lives go in different ways and then like mm -hmm. you come back around and there's something really special about that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm just like trying to be very open and trying to allow the art to just do yeah. the talking and the, oh, wow. the option for the collaboration. <laughs> You, you you say as you hang up, right? You're like, yeah, you know what? Let the art do the talking. I'm out. I'm out. Um, yeah. Uh, I love that. I really love that. And um, yeah, it's special, right? Collaboration. You learn so much about yourself. It really is, I think, a model for um, if we talk like bigger picture of like, it really is the art of how humans get along. And it's like, a, in, in a way, it's like we use this excuse of like, let's make a, let's write a song together. Let's, let's make an album together, whatever it is. Uh, and, 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 and through that back and forth act of like, okay, I'm going to compromise here. I'm going to stick mm -hmm. my nose out here and say, nah, actually, I think, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to let you know what I'm thinking. All of these making decisions together. And then by the end of it, you have this thing, you have this beautiful thing, yeah. hopefully, if you do it right. You have this beautiful thing to show for it, right? And I don't know, something so special in all of yeah. that that it's like politicians should learn how to make records together. No, 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 they shouldn't. I shouldn't say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I was kind of going on a world peace uh, tangent there. Uh, but I think there's a real importance that I've learned over the years of collaborating and making music together is like such a special place, right, to be in. Yeah. 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 It's it definitely feels like the like art of like communication yeah because yeah. i think for so many people like so many like musicians and artists like their art is their like number one way of like communicating mm -hmm. like for me i i find i communicate a lot better through music than i do just like verbally or written or whatever it's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. yeah okay i can get my point across but i think i'm sharing something so much more vulnerable and um true with my artistic practice. And I think like when you can share that with another person, you can collaborate in that way. It's mm -hmm. just like something that's very special to kind of communicate above the, the noise of just like speaking. And, above and the noise, above the noise. <laughs> um, when have you in your career to date, like on think of your prior releases, 
and think of the word collaboration. Like when have you seen it done best in your opinion, or that you look back on it and go, that's right here. Like in this tune, there was like so much that got it out. You know what I mean? Mm, That's a good question. That's going to take a little bit of reflecting. Yeah. Look, look back on your, on your prior Mm -hmm. releases. Think of like, I don't know that just the communication was flowing the, you know, maybe, and maybe talk about those people you were, you were making that with um, and and what Mm -hmm. maybe made that special. Yeah. I don't know if this falls in the realm of of that, but this is something I haven't released, but Mm -hmm. um, I did recently. um, Actually, no, I'm going to change it. This there's another one. Um, (laughs) So recently I did um, a residency um, with West Bend and they put on a residency, um, like Northern Ontario. And like for this year, it was all online. Okay. And there was just like folks from like different parts of Canada, some folks from the States. I think there were like some, some international folks as well. And, um, we created this ensemble piece and, yeah, it was just like really cool to kind of like everybody kind of had like this different background and different relationship with music, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. relationship with creating. And um, I learned so much. I was very intimidated by residencies. Great. I always thought I'm like, well, these are for like, these are for like real musicians in quote. Yeah. And I just like, sometimes I feel a lot of imposter syndrome okay. around okay. calling myself. Up. Okay. And yeah, to get to talk to some other folks who I would consider like real musicians and to kind of like hear their own imposter syndrome Mm -hmm, and just like mm -hmm. see their talent and Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. And there was a lot of focus on just chatting, like just kind of like shooting the shit and just like getting to know each other and just kind of like, um, you know, it was a residency that happened during the pandemic. So we're just kind of like, talking about like where are we in our own brain space uh with you know dealing with this how, um, how many as, how many of you how many of you were there were, were a part of this so we were four okay. um in an ensemble wow and yeah um there was just like this really cool moment where like you know we were really focused on like do what you can within your capacity mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. don't feel like you need to do more because so-and-so is doing more or this person's doing this. So you have to like contribute five pieces because they put five pieces. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, there was just like a lot of like open communication and just like one person would put a piece in our shared Google doc. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then the next person yeah, would just like yeah, add something yeah. and it just happened so seamlessly. And like, we didn't really have, um, a specific direction in mind. We had like kind of ideas, but oh, we were wow. just so inspired by what the, each person was doing that it just kept creating this thing that just kind of like, <laughs> just, this is a nerdy question, but like, what was the platform that you used to, as your kind of, um, if you're doing it all remotely, were you using garage band and then bouncing it back to each other or what were you, how were you, how were you so, achieving that? Yeah, so um, we were using whatever DAW we had. Okay. Like, I use Logic. Okay. 
And um, I can't remember the specific um, DAWs that everybody okay. else but was But everyone was just bouncing like, stems and, and throwing stems yeah. around. That was, that's how you were doing yeah. it. Oh, and like great. we would take a stem, like we take one thing and we'd put it and we'd add a layer got and it, then that would be the, the final edit. So there's actually an interactive piece uh-huh. that's on the West Bend um, website where like we um, created all these little, so we created one piece that like exists as it's, as a piece. Okay. And then there's um, other individually contributed ideas that like an audience member or viewer or listener can kind of like play around with and like create their own composition. What, what is, what is the, do you know, is it West Bend? West Bend, like B-E-N. West Bend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look, I'm looking this up. Uh, So West Bend, here it is. Digital venue. That's westbend.ca. So I'm going to, I'm going to send you right now the link to okay, it. Cool, um, cool, cool. In the chat. Digital venue. Wow. 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 And this is, so this what, is the one. Okay. Amazing. Specifically to the one that we did. Oh, um, the, how special, how special. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks. This is so exciting. Um, and, and yeah, maybe I'll, if I can, if I can get some audio, I'll play it here, but this is really mm-hmm. cool. Okay. So there you are. You're with, and these are the other Participants, Reina, Andres, Crovetti, Pompey, and you, Shanika Maria. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. That's really cool. And complete strangers, like you you didn't know them prior to, to coming on board with this, eh? Yeah. How special. And now it's a digital venue. This is the future. I mean... Ah, that's what I wanted. I'm glad we went there. Like that, the art of collaboration, <laughs> right? And so now you have new friends through music. You did that thing. Um, you, and you feel more powerful in the end coming out of that? Like, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And it also made me realize how beneficial it can be to like cr- collaborate. Um, yeah. Like from afar. Like, okay. and like how, you know. Okay possible it is yep, it is and it's just like really opened up yeah um who i can collaborate with and like how mm-hmm. yeah the pandemic um, the I, pandemic has taught us that hasn't it like it's yeah. don't let it stop you don't let don't let don't let uh time or space stop you right it's like if you want to yeah. collaborate with someone uh, uh, in argentina go right like it's exactly. it's possible right Exactly. So how exciting. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And what's the concept of digital venue? Like, so for each of the ensembles um, that were part of the residency, mm-hmm. like their piece exists oh. in this digital venue. Oh. And it's, it's supposed to kind of mimic what the, the grounds of like mm-hmm. where they typically have the in-person residencies. Okay. And um, yeah, you can kind of like move around the space and like, experience these different pieces how um so so you did that earlier this year or this is a recent um, that was in the summer. okay wow wow yeah. um and and i you know what i love you're touching on this this concept that comes up a bit you know in, in all of in all of us as humans i think this imposter syndrome thing you know it's mm-hmm. i don't know um yeah like what did they have that you feel you don't have and how mm-hmm. how did you come together and make the whole together? Like you become a whole as an as a as a as a as a four piece there, right? Like it's 
you know, I don't know. Like the, the, yeah. yeah, I think sometimes we have an idealized version of other people. Like sure. it's, I don't even think anybody meets the requirements of the things that we, yeah. we kind of like hold ourselves to. And I agree to that. So I don't even know if it was a reality of what I was saying they have and I don't. Mm. And I, I do think that like everybody has different strengths and weaknesses yeah, and, yeah. and you can always kind of like that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, that is to say, like, I think we can always also find a way to have imposter syndrome. <laughs> like whether you're the most talented, whatever in the, in the room or the, the best, like you, everybody has imposter syndrome. And it, unfortunately it's just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to beat it. <laughs> I think it, like for me, it feels like it derives a little bit from um, like education. I think the mm-hmm. way education is structured, it makes you feel like in a way it's like, Oh, well, I don't have that. It's all, it's almost mm-hmm. like um, acquisition. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of jazz education when it comes to the way I have developed my musical voice subsequently mm-hmm. I can either go out and try to buy that module, right. G- mm-hmm. Absorb that knowledge or there's a, there's a, there's a gap in my, in my knowledge, in my musical mm-hmm. knowledge. Boom. It, it kicks in whenever I'm in the room with someone who I know who has that knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's such a hard thing to get around because yeah. you can't, you can't know it all. You can't have, have, mm-hmm taking it all in. It's just, so I think it's all like a journey towards trying to know it all and failing. We, we all inevitably will fail at that pursuit. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm interested in it though. I don't want to be afraid of talking about it because it's like, it's really, I mean, I, you know, I've had so many people on this podcast and, and like together we make the whole, I think our Mm -hmm. knowledge, our lived experience. I mean, I haven't asked you formally, like, what is your formal, on paper music education uh mm-hmm. and part of me part of me thinks like but we, I, i'm interested in it i mean i but also like what else right like so like because mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's the stuff that's formally on paper and then it's the stuff that's not right it's like that that's what i'm learning more and more is yeah it's like it's it we all have a music education whether it, how, how mm-hmm. formal it is or not um yeah. you know so yeah, what what's your relationship with your music education? How do you define it? Yeah, um, so that I think that's another place where I did have imposter syndrome for for a while is because I didn't go to like post secondary music school or mm-hmm. anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, I did some like music lessons throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a lot of informal training, um, but like now where I'm at now, I'm like, I couldn't create the things that I created and I couldn't be the person that I am. Mm. Like if I went through formal education and I think that there is so much benefit to that. And I think there's also, yeah some benefit to not. And I think I'm starting to come into my own of just like, I, 
I think like going the formal route and I don't know, I didn't go to, I didn't go to, you know, music school, but there are also things that we end up having to unlearn. Um, yes. So, yes. So I think there's, there's a little bit of that as well, where it's just like, and the, the knowledge about music that I want to learn is mm-hmm. I want it to be from a, a holistic approach mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I wanted to go to music school. And my mom's like, hell no. <laughs> um, but Smart, smart move. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do much better. I went to school for psychology. So um, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all part of it though. Like, yeah. You know, like I think that then that, that gives a piece that many musician musicians, capital M who have, who have gone to music school won't have and isn't it part of the same journey i don't know that's there you just highlighted something that makes you special versus Mm -hmm. the like it's if you're on a path towards making music who says those are the rules anymore no one like this holistic uh path that you're talking about Mm -hmm. is of is of great interest because it's like Mm -hmm. what is it what does it put out and at the end of the day that's that's the important piece, right? Is what you're releasing, how you're doing it and, and you're doing it. So that's like, that's the gold, right? Um, yeah. I like I like the way you're framing it because it's like, it could be looked at as a, as a deficiency or an asset, right? It's like, it's like the, you, you pick the, you pick the, the, the perspective and I get it on different days. It kicks in in different ways, right? It's, it's kind of a spectrum, right? So whew, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun to talk through. Mm-hmm. So you went the route of psychology. Um, I did. Okay. How has that informed the way you make music, do you think? Apart from knowing the term imposter syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be more than that. It's got to be more than that. I definitely think, like, I don't know. I think, like, every experience and everything there that you we go. do is always constantly informing the daily, you know, experience. Yeah. Um, I guess it gave me like language to kind of just like the things that the therapeutic aspects that music had for me growing up. And even now it kind of gave me other language to also know that there's like, like, this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, or this is what I'm experiencing and like, okay, music is a really great coping mechanism or a great whatever or sometimes it's not sometimes you know sometimes it's um, to- it's toxic right in the in yeah, the wrong hands definitely. yeah 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 so cool. i think that's a really positive aspect that came out of just like my education mm-hmm. um and like the way i think about things has been shaped by that the way i like so that funnels into like how i create music and the lyrics that i write um Mm-hmm. I, I I can't say if it's like directly or not. Like I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe no. I did go to right. you know right. to school for psychology. If I would be writing any differently, right. um, right. why? Well, I, I I it's the unanswered question. Yeah. How, so how do you? Why do you make art now? Still continue to to you try to leave, but you can't. Why does it pull you back in? Like yeah. the the. That's so fascinating to me, the, what drives us to, to keep doing it, right? Like trying to move the meter, whether it be socially or 
what, like, what's the inspiration for you of wanting to keep getting it out, saying it in different ways? um, Part of it is it being the best communicator for me Mm -hmm. and like knowing that when I speak, there's only half the story being communicated and I'm always being misinterpreted or misrepresented because like speaking and language is just like not my number one way of transferring information to other people. So with music and when I get to do it and when I get to create and when I get to be silly and fun and and somber, Mm -hmm. I'm like tapping into a lot more parts of myself And there's always like an aspect of like self-correcting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, that's why I release music because I'm almost like, okay, I want to self-correct for like the information that's getting lost Um, as people are like interacting with me or just like, or the things that I'm experiencing in the world. I feel like there's some like disconnect on how I can communicate what I'm experiencing. And I think there also is a sense of, legacy and leaving something and like leaving your mark. I think, you know, as human beings, we want to feel like mm-hmm. we put something in place and like we, we've contributed something. So I feel like music for me is that the easiest way to do that. That's, Maybe not the easiest, but you're, <laughs> the way I do it. You're doing a really nice, uh, you're saying you don't use words well, but you're, 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 you're nailing it here. Um, let's listen though. Let's get into the music side of it. Let's, Let's t- take another breather and listen to, can you set up Divine, the last track on, on your new EP? Yeah, so Divine um, is a piece where it, it almost comes off as a, like recognizing the divinity in another person and just like being really... Um, enamored and also like soul connected or, or like just really witnessing another human being. Mm. Um, But really what I'm trying to create with this piece is understanding, like if we can see it in another person, we can see it in ourselves. And the whole EP of estranged is about like being so far removed from people and feeling so misunderstood and like, Mm -hmm disconnected and there's a cycle that we go through um to kind of get back to being grounded and back to being whole um and at the end of that you feel that divinity in yourself and you feel that divinity that's possible in other people so i like that message here it comes here it comes now divine
depths of my soul Rock when you hold me, you console The parts that are so dark Reminisce about old times Situations that weren't right Now all I have are blessings That's divine from the new EP Estranged that just 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 released. Fresh, always an exciting thing when a when a when a when, a, when a, something you've been working on gets put out. Eh? How how is that mm-hmm. emotional ride for you when you when you put something out there that you've been kind of listening to and listening to and listening to, and then finally it's out for the audience to take it in? And, and, and how how does that work for you? I think especially with this EP, yeah. I felt I went through an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like coming into the release and like the day that it released, mm-hmm. I had a really hard time. Okay. Because that's that's something... not that's not abnormal, right? Like, yeah. 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 Um and I I realized in a way, mm-hmm. um there was a, a sense of just like uh, grieving the project project in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I felt quite lost and like, Shit. yes, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I, I get it. I, mm-hmm. I, there was uh you're not the, the first to say that as well. And it's like, you know, I, I used to not take vacations because mm-hmm. like I'd, I'd get really down when I came home and I didn't <laughs> never knew what that, like, it's like, shit, man, maybe my life's weird at mm-hmm. home if I'm taking, but I, the thing is, I just love that, that vibe of, but the, I think the way that you get around that is you book another vacation, <laughs> at least mm-hmm. for me mentally, that's how I, mm-hmm. I, I coped. And then mm-hmm. I thought with releases, I I've experienced this exact same thing you're talking about. And yeah. the only way I've found to, and this is probably a sign of workaholism, which is not great, but um, the way to 
cope with it is to always have other beautiful projects like that on the go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. on to the next one. You just kind of move your brain into that area, which is, as I said, like concerning as it is, I don't think it's the best solution. I think you, you want to take time like you're about to take tomorrow where mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? Another good solution is to shut it all off for a little bit, zoom out and go, who am I? Right. Yeah. 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 I think the, the idea of continuing to work is so valued and like, yeah. Yeah. Putting out an, another album in the next year, like it's so valued and it's so unhelpful and like, yeah. It's not how we create. It's not (laughs) how we make good art, Amen. um, Amen. whatever good art is. But it's really hard to separate yourself from all of that external pressure, you know, whether it's like overtly in your face or like, it's just always subtly there. And like, you know, unfortunately we're like taught to like compare ourselves to our peers and like you see your peer, like another musician just put out this and then the other, and then you kind of get, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really easy to get down about what you're doing. Hmm. And I've definitely experienced that, and I I with this album, I really hmm. love. I really love it. Like mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. um, am proud of myself and what I've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm learning to kind of like allow what I've done and like the work I've put into it. Mm-hmm to just be something that's encapsulated in like the project and like separate that from like the outcome and like how people receive it. Because yeah. if I, if I focus too much on that, then it's just like, it's just not healthy. Yes. Um, it, it isn't, it isn't, you know? So yeah. it's a, it's a really hard thing to be vulnerable and share yourself mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. And like, we are in a very like, attention short attention span you know yeah. um yeah. era yeah. and yeah. um not everybody's gonna vibe with everything that's cool um but so much of like <laughs> our value is tied up in the thing that we do so it's yeah. it's it's tricky it's yeah. a tricky thing to navigate and it's like i don't know there's definitely ups and downs how do you um yeah and i hear you like the news cycle is like on an e on an ep on an album whatever it is it's like Oh man, it's gone. Like a, like a, a, a yeah. week after you, you put it out, yeah. it's like, it, it, it could feel like, Oh, okay. Are we, are we mm. going to take a bit of time? Like what's the phase yeah. where it's like, okay, you're promoting it or yeah. you're touring it or mm-hmm. is it gone? Is it yesterday's news? Is it, I feel like with, with our art, with recorded music, it, mm-hmm. it, it, um, it's so weird because it it should have this lifespan beyond us of like, yeah, go, go back and listen to the music I was putting out in 2006 and get back to me with a book report on how it differs from what I'm doing today. Like, that's fun. I want people to do that. Right. Do people go back into the catalog enough? Um, Does it, is it sitting on a shelf? I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like, um, and so I, I hear you on that front of like, how do you measure success when it comes to your like, is it your work or or when you're when you're and how important is 
building an audience around that to dance with the work, right? Like it's, I am asking these questions a lot of like trying to build out an audience, people as excited about music as you are about other people's music, Mm -hmm. right? It's like it. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of questions in there. How do you define success around your work? Yeah, I think there was a time where I believe success looked like, you know, a lot more external validation and like, you know, how much airplay you're getting and streams and like how many people are showing up to your shows. And I still feel that. And I, I feel that pressure to, to want that. Um, um, but then I also feel sometimes where it's like, eyeballs are really scary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like if you do something really well and like people are looking at you, for like the next thing, that's a really scary place of pressure to, to exist in. Um, and like to people like you for what you do. I don't know. It's, it, I think about that sometimes and I'm like, hmm, it's very strange. It's a very, it's all strange, very strange. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, yeah. And just like the, the extremeness that like that we live in with like, creators and audiences or influencers or whatever all of that like the place that we exist today is very very strange yes and i see myself like part of me wants that because i think we all kind of want that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. feeling of like okay we matter and we're making something that's important yeah 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 but yeah i've I've tried to really work on like okay what does success look like for me and I think success is being able to create the things I want to create with ease. Oh, and yeah. like, yes. Yeah. And you know, I don't have the ease right now, you no. know, the, the finances, woo, oh. that's a tricky, that's a tricky part. Um, but industry tactics, it's yes. a, it's a big part. It's a big part, right? Ease, yeah. ease, right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and, but, and, and the dance of, of, of finance around the art, it's, exactly. it can't be ignored. It can't be undermined. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's yeah. true. So it's finding a way to like exist in knowing that like, okay, ease means, you know, having some financial stability to be able to create the things that you want to create with yeah. whoever you want to create it with. Yeah, okay. And, um, I like that. that comes with, you know, viability and all that, you know, BS. BS. <laughs> so exactly. And BS and, 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 and BS rhymes, rhymes with stress. So it's like, yes, and then that, so that, that there goes the ease. So, exactly. so it is a rub. I hear you. You know, I, I also just came off another interview where it's like, the person I was interviewing was saying that no people in a room is actually ideal for like making music with a a, a group of people, but it's just the musicians in the room and they're focused on the music. That's one thing like that. And, and and I think maybe, maybe he appreciated that and that was okay for, for this artist. But for me, I'm going to openly say it to you now is I, I think I'm, you know, like people often will quote legends from the past saying, if it's one person or a hundred in the room, I'm still going to 
play it the same way. Like I, I care so much about the thing I'm doing and I do like wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. I I've always, and trust me, it's mostly been one versus 100. So I've had to grapple for playing for the one. Right. But it's like, I'm not going to bullshit. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's when there's a hundred people in the room, that vibe is just more magical. It's just more of a, a thing. I, I can't, uh, I kind of can't be, be sincere in saying that like, oh yeah, whether it's one or a hundred, no, I've been paying attention. There's a difference. Like yeah. it helps the thing happen. It's a, it's a formula, right? You kind of need people there to bounce the ideas off of I, at least for my practice. And I yeah. feel like it is for all, but I could be wrong there. I don't want to generalize. There is something to be said about like presentation and like, especially now in the world of live streams and all this sort of stuff, like there's something that really is lost. Um, yeah. Even if you're doing it and you can have the people liking and blah, 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 as you're doing things, there is something that is really lost and we're yeah. seeing directly like because of, you know, live streams versus like, um, in a room actual live yeah. performances yeah, yeah. but yeah uh i think music is communal and music is something that like really makes us feel connected to people mm-hmm. and alive and emotions mm-hmm. and yeah the more people you can get on that wave of just like feeling this thing there is something really special about that um, I also think it's really funny that people who are like, have the audience of like 10,000 and more saying stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. you know, easy, easy, easy to say it, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. I don't know for me if I, I, I'm, I'm, I have very conflicted feelings with performance. Um, mm. I always like it after, but the idea of doing it is like feels like I'm doing something like (laughs) leading up to it. Is there like anxiety or concern around the the whole So much anxiety. So much where it's like and like there's I do feel like, oh, okay, like, you know, I did this thing and I didn't die. Like that's amazing. It's Um, it's it should be empowering after everyone, but I hear you is like the path there can be like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I think it's learning also like the spaces that feel good to actually share music. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. y- you don't want to be, well, maybe some people like it, but like, you don't want to be in the loud bar where everybody's eating dinner and like, you're trying to play your right. like really tender right. song right. and like, everybody's just, nobody's listening. Like, yeah. I just think like, yeah. artists should not be subjected to that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like that's just like yeah. real wallpaper. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Um, Hmm. So, yeah, it's just, I'm kind of, I'm trying to figure out what are the spaces that actually feel good. And, like, you don't know until you try, but Uh, trying to continue to get into those spaces and, like, play on lineups with people who, you know, it feels good and, like, Mm -hmm. you like the venue and just, like. Any, 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 um artists or venues that come to mind right now that you're like, yeah, I gravitated that resonated with me. Like, um, I know it's, I like yeah, 
Uh, I haven't played like so many, so many places in Toronto, mm-hmm. but um, I liked when I played at the Burdock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where else did I play? I really haven't played that many places. <laughs> I can't really remember, but uh, I, I do have a show coming up at Transac, which I'm looking oh, wow. forward to. Wow. I like that. I like yep. that venue. Yep. Um, yep. I, I haven't played there before, but I've okay. checked out yep. uh quite a few shows there and great I, great I'm looking forward to that great where can people um find out information about that like upcoming live shows etc what's the best spot um, for, to get information i feel like social media okay. is the okay. space um okay my instagram or facebook so follow on instagram what's your handle on instagram uh <laughs> it's pretty convoluted <laughs> yeah from what i recall um, it is yeah S H N space no S H N underscore N underscore S H. Oh yes! <laughs> All right. Well, good luck, everybody. Just just find yeah. find Shanique. Just look for Shan Shan. Yeah. S H N space S H N. You can find me on Facebook Amazing. and Instagram. Amazing. Um, last question for you before we wrap it up and play another one of your mm-hmm. tunes. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what would you recommend to, to uh, I don't know, if you could talk to yourself like 15, 10, 15 years ago when you were getting into this, I don't know how long you've been at it for, but like younger you, younger you, mm-hmm. just a, a kid with a dream in Hamilton in the big smoke. What would you, uh, what would you tell yourself uh, as a, as a, as a word of wisdom or advice? Um, not everything's super serious and some things are super serious and Hmm. just keep doing what feels good and get out of spaces that don't feel good. You take yourself pretty seriously. Sometimes like I feel like my (laughs) autopilot is pretty serious, but then I have very silly moments. Uh, That's, that's perfect. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for, for sharing. This has been like a really awesome conversation and uh, yeah, you, yeah. you communicate well through music, but this, this was also delightful. So thank you for, uh, for everything that you've shared. And what do you want to, what do you want to play to as a, as a final tune, your choice could be from this record or any other, what, what comes to mind based on okay. what we've spoken about maybe. Um, I want to play Strange Strange States from yes, this record. from the new record. Okay, that's yeah. a great one. Okay, yeah. cool. Here it comes now, Strange States from Estranged. And uh, thank you so much, Shanika, for sharing. Thank you for having me.
was awesome. Thank you so much, Shanika. That was Strange States from the new EP, Estranged, and find it from Shan Shan. Uh, and get into that body of work. Very impressed and wishing you the very best as you move forward with your career. And um, please check out The Boringville Chronicles tomorrow when new episode drops. Subscribe to that podcast wherever you find your podcasts. And we'll see you again next week on Industry Tactics, a fantastic chat with Casey Sokol that I recently had. So enjoy. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. And here's a little promo from the Boringville Chronicles. They say if you're bored, it's because you're boring. Welcome to Boringville. Join us on a seven-part adventure. It's season one of the Boringville Chronicles, written and produced by Friendly Rich and Corey McCallum. Available now wherever you fetch your podcasts. Search for and subscribe to the Boringville Chronicles. <laughs>